This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. Yo! 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 I just copied you. Yo! Yo, it's Friday. It's, it's Friday. Friday. And this is what you should be doing before you go out on a Friday night to, to party and watch films and shit. It's back row and chill. Yeah. It's and we're chilled because it's the, it's, it's the one before Good Friday. Oh, it is. It's Easter Halls now. Yeah. So everybody's out and about and the sun is out. The sun is out. Have you got all your chocolate ready for Easter? I know you love chocolate. What, like, as in men or... As no, in I, I, oh, no, okay. I didn't say that. I just said I know you love chocolate. Where your dirty mind takes it is up to you. I haven't... No, I can't actually, like, stock Easter eggs because if I get one, I'm going to eat it. I've heard that about you. Yeah. Just straight in the mouth. Just... Just goes in the mouth. Straight down. Um, yeah. They sent me a message. Noel, talk to talk to your mic, please. You know, please is the actual word. It's not just PLS. Plus. Yeah, you just, gotta get down with all the kids and, and the slang. No, no. I'm too Come old on. for that. That's why brotherhood was the end. I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm done with that sort of. Um, you get me, stuff. Oh, they've changed it to please now. Thank there you. We go. Thank you. Talk proper English, Mr. Clark. Please. So, do you, when you say talk to your mic, you mean talk into my mic or just talk to it? Yeah, because you tend to like rotate around I know because I, I'm not like I'm not a radio guy I'm a, so I kind of rotate around and do stuff and you know, you know and I'm getting ready for Easter so I'm imagining all the chocolate I'm going to eat too I'm so excited I mean chocolate is, chocolate is see it's on my brain mm-hmm. <laughs> Easter's my favourite because of chocolate so I'm definitely going to be getting some eggs in but I have to buy them or buy them the day after and they're all half price that's a good idea hashtag life hack life hack hashtag life hack good one that's a good idea but then what do you eat on actual Easter uh Leftovers? I didn't think that through. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, this is the place to be on your Friday before you go out, and we're going to give you loads of stuff. Johanna, what we're going to we, we got, got a jam packed show. We've got so many guests in today. We've got Abraham Lewis talking about Sky's new show, Gorilla, which surprisingly is not about gorillas. I was very disappointed. Oh, that would have been good. I, lo- I do love gorillas. Second yeah. favorite animal. Um, we've got Kaiser Dean coming in to talk about expensive shit at Soho Theatre. Yeah. We've got some of the cast from the Life Musical in London. Lucy Patterson's coming in for film reviews. We've got entertainment news, competitions. Stay tuned for the next two Fucking hours, guys. Hell, that's good shit, man. And music-wise today, yeah. I, I did. I think I've done so good. I've done nineties movie hits. Oh my god! Okay, so okay. I'm hoping that nineties movie hits. You guys will recognise a couple of these. And if you're liking the music, if you're liking what you're talking about, get involved. Tweet us at Fubar Radio or yes. email into the show. Email into the show. Tweet Chill. us at Fubar Radio. Yeah. Chill at foodbarradio.com is the email address. We will shout you out. Get involved. Maybe. Maybe. If it's funny, entertain us, people. Yeah, entertain me. Entertain me. <laughs> Let you entertain me. That's what you got to do. That was 90s, was it? Maybe. Just. Uh, well, no, I think that's 2000s. 2000. You know? I think so, yeah. Getting old. Get your ass up. No. And my ass is always up, babe. Is always. It always? Yeah. That, was, that was a good tune. I'll give you that. That was a good tune. Okay. Ice Cube. Cool. Ice Cube. Okay. Right, so what uh, we got point. now? So hit me, hit me, hit me. One point. Okay. Uh, hit me with what? Some entertainment news? Sure. What's going on in the world of... Uh, the world? Entertainment news. <laughs> entertainment news. Okay, so apparently... Yes. Clowns... Clowns. ...are causing a big... They're, they're very concerned at the moment about the new It trailer. Stephen King's It yeah. movie. Because apparently it's going to bring down the business because it's spreading negative images of clowns to children so it's going to basically fuck up their but people their hate revenue. clowns anyway 
Do do you? I'm I'm not scared of clowns. I, me neither. I'm not one of the people that are scared of clowns, and I don't necessarily mind a clown. But the mm. amount of people I hear <clears throat> that are scared of clowns and don't like clowns, even McDonald's don't really use their clown anymore. They, what happened <clears throat> to Ronald McDonald? He's in jail with Jimmy Savile. He's in. Probably. No, I'm just joking. Like he. But listen, Ronald McDonald is not used anymore for that reason. Clowns are scary. Mm, well, I don't think they're that scary. I mean, to be fair, like, I've seen scarier makeup on like girls in Essex or something. So, some of them look like clowns too. Do you know what I mean? So that's probably more like. See, ah! n- now, now you're going to get the Essex people on you. If you are from Essex and do not like what Johanna James just said, <laughs> please tweet in and email at chill at foodbarradio.com and tell her that Essex girls do not look like clowns. Well, you know, I'm not saying everyone, just to backtrack no, on that. Back, you can't backtrack. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stand by my statement. Uh, okay, so, I don't know, clowns, uh, maybe they're just, it's a bit of a hullabaloo, but I still want to go see the film, so. I don't want you to see it. You're not going to go no, see it? No, I'm not interested. Oh, doesn't well. interest me, to be honest. Not interested They've in made it like four times since I've been alive, so I'm kind of like over it. What if it was a female clown? A spin on that. Harley Quinn. Done. Been there. Done that. But not a sexy female clown. Like a, Harley Quinn's quite an sexy. An old clown. An old sexy clown. An old clown. female. Not a sexy clown, just a female clown. Hold on. Is she sexy or just old female clown? Because you said sexy at first. Like, I'm just trying to understand. No, I said not with. sexy. Not sexy. Not sexy. Have to be. Well, then she doesn't have to be a clown. That's just free, that's just scary. Just, just an old woman hiding in the sewer <laughs> that just follows you about. That's just and you turn around, she's there. That's just scary. Cool. I'd have to. I'd have to go. I'd have to punch it up. That's I'd be a like, film. Listen, you're following me. I know you're following me. You come closer. Yeah. You're gonna get it. And this... she'll be like, yeah, "What? No, not that. Not that. You're gonna get a fist. You're gonna get this fist. She's gonna. That's what I want. No, not in. The, not there. In the mouth. <laughs> She'd be like, "I want that too." No, no. Uh, yeah, there'll be there'll be problems. There's Noel's new film. Everyone called "She's There." She's it's gonna there. be out next yeah. week. Uh, right. So Barry Manilow. Yes. Been in the news. Uh, wait, wait. Do people even know who Barry Manilow is? People that listen to us. Well, you know. I have a friend who was all over Barry Manilow. She loved Barry Manilow. Shut up. Yeah, honestly. No I mean, way. we used to like rip her a little bit for it because um, unsurprisingly, because he is for. Wait, was your friend seventy? No, she was my age. She's like, she's loved him ever since she was a teenager. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Barry she... Manilow, the, he's a classic singer. He sings like. Coco Ask Cabana. your mum who Barry Manilow is. Coco Cabana, that one. Uh, anyway, he's come out as gay, which is a bit shut like, up. Who he has not. Yeah. No, he's not. This yeah. has not happened. He's 73. This has not happened. He's been, and he's been secretly married. This has not happened. To his boyfriend. Barry Manilow has not. Do not listen to Johanna James. Uh, I think there's there's a problem here. No, Barry Manilow, he's come out as gay. And he said he's really sorry he didn't say before, but he thought that fans would be upset. But he's actually been with his boyfriend partner for 40 years. And they've got married. And yeah. Barry Manilow has come out as gay. Yeah. Well, mate, I, I got to tell you, I'm happy for him if that's if that's what if that's what floats his boat. But I am surprised. Yeah, I am legitimately I wasn't, surprised. He wears a lot of makeup. I was like, yeah, I saw and little thongs and stuff. But that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, he has very much re- reveals he's gay. Um, Can you imagine waiting that long to reveal your happiness? There must be. I know. Must Forty be tough years for him. pretending. Yeah. Can you imagine? Forty years pretending. Uh and but the thing is is that his fans, a lot most of his fans don't mind. They've no. all they've all sent like huge congratulations and I do think maybe if he'd came out Your friend is crying into her soup though, right? Yeah, now. she's just like, Oh Barry, Barry It's interesting, isn't it? Like why mm. did he feel like he couldn't come out? I mean society's pressure in our industry can be really society's pressure and our industry can be very tricky with that stuff. But you know, he's paving the way. Paving the way. Well, I mean I'm glad he's happy, but, you know, maybe he should have come out before that. 
Yeah, you think so? Well, and being happy, then he could have been out happy. Him and Elton could have been out and about hitting the town. Oh yeah, because Elton came out. And when was, did Elton been, come out? Yeah, he, years ago. Like he was being like happy. One of the first. Yeah, brilliant. George Michael came out. Yeah, rest his soul. Yeah, he should have. He should have joined the movement. He's a yeah. bit late on the train, but yeah. you know what? Maybe he thought. <laughs> I'm going to give it some space and then now I'm going to be it, all over I'll the news. I'll give it 50 years. I'll give it 50 give years. Give it 50 years and now I'll be in the news. You've had yeah. your time, Elton. Yeah. It's old news now for Elton, but now he's all over the news. Wow. Uh, so Shia LaBeouf. That genuinely was amazing news, by the way. Good, Well done. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm very surprised. Uh, you literally jumped up. It was great. I did not, not believe that. Yeah. Um, so Shia... Good on you, Barry. Sorry. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Are you a fan yes. of Shia? You a fan of Shia? I like Shia. Shia, I met um, <clears throat> when I won the BAFTA in 2009 mm-hmm. on stage. And he was one of those people that was whispering in my ear at the time. He some, said something really quickly. I won't repeat what he said, but it was, it was nice. And I've seen him since a few times. And every time I see him, he remembers me. And he'll mm. give me a, a hug and we'll have a chat. And then he goes... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have his number or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I never asked him, but... He always remembers me and we have a chat. He's a semi-friend. I just think that's nice because he doesn't have to be like that. You no, know? no. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, that's nice because you hear someone, he gets a lot of bad press, so... Because he's a dude. He's just a fucking dude. Yeah, he just will go like, out slap you in your out. mouth. Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's hot. Anyway. Um, right, so anyway, his film Man Down, which is all about a war veteran suffering from PTSD. Yes. Uh, it was only released in one cinema one this cinema. weekend uh, yeah. in England, mm-hmm. and only one person bought a ticket. So the grand total for here for his whole movie was a seven pounds. Seven pounds for Shia was. And where did you read this? It's on Sky's Entertainment News webpage. See, see, I don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Because they've done this to me before. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think it's fair because. If a film is only released in one cinema for one day, one screening, and makes seven pounds, that's not really. I, I mean, I'm glad we're talking about it because yeah. we have an opinion on it and we're yeah. a film and entertainment show. But that's not fair because if that's the case, then why would it make more money than that? You know, I had a, I had a very small British film that we did independently, and we managed to do pretty well, Story Twenty Four, where I met you. Oh yeah. We managed to do decently well with it over here. It got a nice American sale. Went to America, talking to. Shut up telling me to talk in the mic. I talk where I want. My show. It went to America. It did really well. Uh, sorry, it went to America, did really well, got a, a US sale. And then the distributor in America put it in one cinema for one day. Yeah. Right? And the reason they do that sometimes is to unlock TV deals. Okay. So when they put it in a theatrical screening, it ticks a box on a TV sale and they can get sometimes three, four times the money. Of course, The Guardian over here decided to make that a news article. Right. and said, oh, Noel Clark's film, lowest grossing film of 2014 in America. Now, that's a cunty thing to do. The yeah. reason being that, actually, if they had reported it accurately that it was on one screen for one day, then that's not a surprising... And it was only put on to unlock a TV deal with no promotion, then that doesn't... It's not surprising. That's But they made out like it was a 10,000 screen release and only made, like, Fourteen pound, yeah, and that's not yeah. fair. So no. I, I don't think that's fair that it happened to Shia LaBeouf, and that is news. And those these guys should find actual better fucking news to report on. Yeah, but, but um, I wonder if that is a well. They were saying that maybe that was a, a record, but then they also did put a list of loads of films that made less than hundred pounds in the opening. Yeah, but there's caveat. There might that's be reasons happens. for that. Yeah, yeah. So but I'm glad you brought it up, and I want people to know that things are not always what they seem, and that that's lazy reporting. Because it did seem a bit crazy. Seven pounds makes seven pounds. Yeah. 
Which, but then also, also, I was like, wait, it costs seven pounds to go to the cinema in Burnley. Come on, London. I know, man. I'm getting up there. Let's go to the cinema in Burnley, everybody. Okay. okay. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, we've nearly got our first guest on the show. Woo! Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. What a tune! What a tune! Tune. Okay, so I've got two out of two out of ten. Two out, so far. two out of two so far. <laughs> two out of two. Two for two. Yeah. Craig Mack, man. Do you remember Craig Mack? No. No. Too young. Do you remember Craig Mack? I don't even know that song either. I'm leaving this. Place. No, I'm leaving. No. <laughs> I'm leaving. Why am I here? These people don't know their old hip hop. Come on. Craig right. Mack is a rapper. Was. Was. I don't oh, think he's not he... alive anymore. But you know what? I think he probably still is, but I don't think he raps anymore. <laughs> okay. He's not like live on the scene. Okay, no. I see. In I that see. terms. He was like in the biggie days and all that, you know. Oh, okay. Anyway. Guys, we have got our first guest in the studio. Welcome. Huge welcome. Woo! Kaiser Dean, welcome. Is that how we pronounce it? Kizza. 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 Yeah. Damn it. Kizzardine? Okay. Kizzardine? Kizzardine. Kizzardine. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, huge welcome to Kizzardine. Kizzardine. Expensive <laughs> shit up in this motherfucker. <laughs> All right. All right. Talk to us. Tell us. Because you're here from Soho. Soho Theatre. Yes. Soho Theater. Our show is currently running. Um, we started, we opened on Tuesday. Sorry. <laughs> we opened on Tuesday and Wednesday night. We had our press night and we'll be mm-hmm. at Soho till the 22nd of April. So come and see us. Yeah. Oh, a nice amount of time. Fantastic. <laughs> and the show is actually called Expensive, Expensive Shit. Shit. Yeah. I love that. It's kind of from Fela Kuti's experience when he was in prison. Yeah. And, um, oh, you have to... Uh, how do I make sorry how do I make sense of it well tell us tell, 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 tell us what the show is actually okay. about tell the listeners what the show's about the show is about a toilet attendant who has, goes from her current world which is in Glasgow in the toilets played by nightclub played by myself the wonderful Tolu. yes I knew that I was just getting <laughs> you to say it yeah. oh thank you yeah. Um, yeah please help me yeah. Um, yeah so and she and it has flashbacks of her when she was younger in Lagos Nigeria, Nigeria. when yeah. she had ambitions of becoming a dancer and to get onto Fela Kuti's band so she Aww. and her girlfriends will practice in the toilets the routine anything and everything just so he can notice them and maybe go and tours with yeah. them and come out of their slum their village basically it was a way of escaping their reality sure and um, well my character Tolu she's really in it for escaping her reality and making something of herself and it just happens and some other girls have some other motives whether they want to be part of his girlfriend or his wife or some don't want to be any of that they just want to escape too but they might be pretty and he might see that and look them in different ways different ways yeah Yeah. helping them themselves instead of helping himself but yeah yeah and I, I mean, I find it really interesting. I mean, she must go on on a journey if she was doing that job yeah. 20, 20 years ago yeah. in, uh, in 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 Lagos, and then we we start the play twenty years later, later in Glasgow, later. Scotland. I'm assuming there's a journey through through there, but already for me, there's a sense of without watching it, a sense of sadness that she's still kind of yeah. in the same job. Yeah, it's it's really sad because um, the irony of having to practice in the in toilets of dancing and how to make her big dream for her big dream to come true and then now working as a toilet attendant and being paid being also being manipulated somewhat by men to allow her to make other girls so vulnerable yeah. by because basically in the Glasgow toilets there are these two way mirrors where men are paying her extra because the club doesn't pay her wages so she gets an extra tip for men coming into the loos and looking at girls and they tell her make them pull their tops down wear more lipstick basically they're just trying to see who they want to go and grab on the dance floor oh, oh, wow. hold on a second 
There's two-way mirrors in Glasgow toilets. Yeah, and this actually really did happen. In all <gasps> Glasgow toilets. Not in all Glasgow toilets. In, 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 in this, this particular specific... shimmy club in Glasgow. All right, Glasgow. this is terrible. I need to investigate this. What's the name of this club? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Our, our club is fictional, but it's based, but it's based on, on the a shimmy, real life shimmy thing. club in Glasgow. The yeah, Sheldon Shimmy Club in Glasgow. <laughs> I don't think it's no longer called the Shimmy Club. I'm joking. I want to go okay. down there, but... I mean, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's I personally, as a concept, immediately gets my attention. I'm yeah. interested because everyone's been to a club toilets and to, to take the, to make a lead character of a play mm-hmm. be which the to- toilet attendant, which mm-hmm. normally is the person in sort of the background the of your least night. You talk yeah, to, yeah. And mm-hmm. you bring them forward, which is so interesting. And also, I think that they should do a show. You know, like 24 hours in A&E. Mm. They yeah. should do like okay. two hours in the club loser ladies lose because it's brilliant the stuff that goes the drama people are having sex fights fights, best friends are made I've had it's been amazing I mean I overheard some girl the other day (laughs) and she was just like yes I've one of those nights you know you think you're going out and you don't expect it by the end of the night you're being fingered up the bum I was like whoa whoa (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like really random (gasps) night out isn't it I was like and it's getting quite kind of complicated and lose now because I have to literally stand and because you know multiple genders and yes. transgenders so everyone sort of can use the same loo now so I'm hold on where, everyone, where is this well, there's, I need to write I, this I down can't, I can't <laughs> remember off the top of my head but I know I've experienced some loos where it's like anyone actually actually so theatre yeah multi it's just sex, like unisex yeah. you lose well I will tell you quickly no you go ahead and, and I get kind of scared about that I have to like peep through first like yeah. if a man's there I'll like, wait for him to finish yeah. and then I'll go but then yeah. it's a bit weird not knowing where you're going to come out of the loo, the cubicle. I so, always yeah. walk in the wrong one. I, it was at like um, on the motorway because I'm tired of driving. I'm not okay. thinking. I just walk in, and I normally it's quite late, and mm-hmm. I get there. I'm like, I sit down. I'm like, there's urinal in front of me. I'm like, okay, not right. for me, is it? Yeah, but but you know, some, some places. I mean, they're going to have to start having more than two toilets. It's going to have to be, yeah. you know, cis male, cis female, hetero, trans. Hope, Look, like, it's going to have to be like, like I, eight, eight different. I wish it was that instead of anybody can go because just, just you know, you get those random people well, who I, can be a bit scary. I would tell you, have yeah, yeah genders it's, and it's strange. I would tell you, supper club in Amsterdam. Supper club. Yeah. Okay. So I was in supper club in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and I go downstairs to the toilet, and firstly, there's two big things and one does say men and one does say women but mm-hmm. I look in the women's one yeah. and there's a there's almost like a big island in the middle where people are sitting and talking and like everyone's in there <laughs> yeah. and I'm like looking at this, <laughs> I look at the sign I look at the sign look down hold on that, there's men and women or maybe they are I don't know then I look at the men's one same sort of thing I'm like alright but I go in the men's one so I go to the the, the, the urinals or whatever they're called mm-hmm. where you're there and there's about there's a row of cubicles right there. So I'm I'm standing sort of perpendicular or parallel to the mm-hmm. cubicles and I'm just taking the mister out and I'm peeing and I'm just minding my own business. So, so no, in those no, detail that I'm yeah. li- my imagination, so I'm seeing yeah, everything. Yeah, seeing it, you're seeing it, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm there and the doors are tomorrow. I'm a writer, right? The doors open yeah. and girls come out. Girls come out of the cubicles. And the toilet was, they just, it, it didn't really matter about the signs. You could just use Anyone? any. And about three girls came out of the cubicles and I was just standing there and they, you know, two of them just went, oh, and one of them had a little look. and then went, <laughs> One of them put you on Twitter. So yeah. should you just hurry and finish and put it away? Hurry, I couldn't hurry. I can't, I can't hurry this girl. Like, you just got to do what Once you're mid-flow, you're yeah, mid-flow. Yeah, I, okay. can't, I can't hurry, man. <laughs> so, but, but I just, I was like, I went upstairs quite shocked. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm a bit shocked by that. You know what I mean? And then my friend was like, I find it quite sexy. And I was like, well, that's you, bruv. <laughs> but not me. I was yeah. shocked by it. Yeah. Anyway, but... This so, play, it does sound really good. Toilet yeah. attendants know about everything. 
Yeah, they, they get do. the goss. They hear everything. Yeah. It's funny because after um, when I was in touring in Glasgow, I went to a few clubs after just to, you know, you know, under tour letting our hair down and I literally saw my character I saw in did you more speak than to them yeah I was like trying to do like how are you alright like one I couldn't speak to because it was just a bit too surreal for me she could see like she had her own story like her I was like this is probably what my notes been for my director this is what yeah. you know that weight that look she has like she just wants the night to be over and done with but yet she's got to do this pleasantry with me like yeah. mm-hmm, and doesn't yeah. really want to look at you kind of looks yeah, up and yeah, looks down. down yeah and I was yeah. like and I was really trying to the other lady I was really trying to befriend she was more welcoming like yeah you should you, yeah you look nice and I was like she's saying things I say in the, in the actual it was just mad it was techniques serious, yeah. maybe techniques to get a bigger tip or and stuff like that exactly, you know what I mean exactly. so you're never sure if they're sincere or exactly. it's interesting it's and interesting. I never go to the loo of my purse anyway I'm just literally leaving with my girlfriends and I'm running in just to but then now I'm so if I'm going the, I, I I literally have to give something I have to give some sort of change yeah. like, I think the men's guys are balling because we always got our trousers so there's always money yeah. in the pockets I didn't know that they had a man ver- men, men's yeah, version yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we wouldn't know that, would we? Yeah, we don't really go in there. Yeah. <laughs> but There's a male version. It's spray you a little aftershave if you want it. So, how they do their hustle then? Because, you know. So, you walk men, in. Yeah. You walk in. You go, as soon as you've like peed and you wash your hands, yeah. bam, they're there with the hand towel. Boss man. Like, like straight away. You're yeah. like, <laughs> and they're, just, they're just there hand towel and they dry their hands and then they, they you know sometimes even yeah. you'll put your hands by the water and they'll put soap they'll, they'll squeeze the soap you're like alright bro then you finish you're like boom hand towel yeah. then they're like there's a selection of like uh, aftershaves or, or, or oh, yeah, whatnot yeah, that you can spray perfumes. lollipop mints gum sweets whatever you want the same thing yeah the same thing but just boys but side. so interesting because like Joanna said I never thought about a play yeah, bringing I love that idea. Bringing the the sort of the smaller characters in the real world mm-hmm. and putting them in the front. I love it. Turn it on its head. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So if anyone does want to go and check it out, it's at Soho Theatre. Theatre yeah, expensive shit. It's on until Saturday the twenty second of April. So you still got plenty of time to go see it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So go and check it out, people. Yeah. Go and watch it. And expensive it's, it's, shit. Soho Theatre, which is on Dean Street yes. in Soho, and mm-hmm. I'm opposite there nearly every day. Yeah. Okay. I might come. You, you, you do, you do matinees. We're going to do a matinee on Saturday, yes. You would do Saturday matinee. No, I'm not done Ooh. on Saturday. That's my... Nah. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's an hour, though. It's an hour and three minutes, so... Do you get nice in early and do a little rehearsal thing? A little run-through? Like, yeah, we used to, in, in Glasgow tour, do line-through, run-throughs, because it moves so fast. We have dance and we have singing. I might come peeping so, a run-through. Yeah. I'm only across the road and so house. <laughs> yeah, come, come see us. We'd love to have you. Well, thank you so much for getting involved and coming down on the show. Thanks All the best of luck. Are you performing tonight? Yes, I'm going. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Go, go, go. And, go and get ready. Guys, okay. anyone who's not doing... You're about Soho. Go to Soho Theatre tonight if it's not sold out and see expensive shit. Okay. And just one more thing before I yes. go. No, Clark, I think you're amazing. I thank you so much for adulthood. When I saw that movie wow. when I was younger, it just like... Made I you want to work in a toilet? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> always wanted to act. I was in identity at the time. Wow. But like, I wanted to take my craft that much more seriously. So I enrolled in drama school. Thank you. Thank wow. you for adulthood. Oh, no problem. Amazing. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Mm. Cheers. All right. Brilliant. Cheers. Thank you so much. See, people much. do like me, Johanna. It's only you that doesn't. <laughs> Well, Thank apparently, you so much. apparently Lucy Patterson doesn't like me. I forgot she was from Essex. Essex. And she's, she's coming in. <laughs> she's like, Johanna, you are bang out of order. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. It is Friday. It's back and chill. We are with our second guest. So welcome very much Woo! into the studio. Woo! We've yes. got Sean Williams and David Albury in the studio. Yes. From the... from The Life Musical. The Life Musical. Not play. Musical. The Life. Welcome, guys. What's hi. Up? How's it going? Say hi. Yeah, good, hi, man. Hi, hi. We're good. We're good. good. So, so this is a big Broadway musical that has now come to the UK, right? 
Yes, it's the UK premiere. It was on Broadway 20 years ago. What? It's vintage, vintage musical. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Okay, so tell us, so tell us a little bit about the the the, the musical. Um, well, it centres around. Um, Queen who's a country girl from Savannah um, and she moved to New York with her boyfriend Fleetwood which is David and she has dreams and aspirations to of a better life and it doesn't quite work out how she plans it she kind right. of gets herself like sucked into this life that she didn't agree mm. to and Isn't she, that everyone's life? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, not everyone gets sucked into the pimps and hoes culture of 1970s New York, wow. which is kind of where this wow. this musical takes goes. place. Yeah. Wow. And so. you guys, so essentially you guys being Queen and Fleetwood, Fleetwood yeah. are the leads, right? Well, I mean, the wonderful it's thing about ensemble. this show is, is there are no real kind of standout leads. There are certain characters that have a bit more dialogue, a couple more sure. songs, but really everyone in this show has such a kind of rich character to... To explore with. Wow, I mean, yeah. there are some great characters. There's obviously Fleetwood and Queen, but then there's also Sonia, who's yeah. this kind of old pimp played by the incredible Sharon D. Clark. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And I she feel just. I like I know Sharon. Yeah, you would. You would do. know Sharon. Once you meet like Sharon, you don't forget yeah, Sharon. I feel so. like I know Sharon. And there's Cornell S. John, which you know. Yes. Cornel you know. S. John. Where do I know <laughs> that? <laughs> Trevor! We look like a gondola! I made him do that for me. Yeah. I made him do that for my friends, and my friends yeah. are listening now. So, so how's he yes. doing? How's he doing, Cornell? Oh, man, the guy's he's magnetic. He's, he's, a legend. He's, he's a legend, yeah. He brings so much to the company. That's great, man. That's fantastic he's doing that. I saw that. I'm so happy. Um, and, and, and it's being directed by the original director, two-time Tony Award winner, Michael Blakemore. Yeah. Yeah. So how is that to have the like the original guy like coming back like to be like that's like that's almost like Mozart coming back to help someone yeah do, do the opera play one of his <laughs> yeah 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 how is it? it's amazing he said that he always wanted to take the show to London mm. and it's his baby mm, and yeah. in the rehearsal room you could really tell that he's such a gentleman but he just really wanted to put it on its feet here yeah, and it was yeah. so important to him and he said he just he said he, he came alive watching it yeah. back here in this country because that's wow. what he wanted to do. Wow. He said that 20 gen. years ago that um, he was worried that the UK might not be ready for the sort of subject material. Sure. Mm. But now you're kind of looking back at it. It's sort of, it, you're looking back at a spot of time, a piece yeah. of history, and it's kind of more accessible that way yeah. now. So that's mm -hmm. why he feels now is the right time for it. And um, it seems to be the right time for him. We're, we're pleased we're around at this time no, to be part of it as well. And how is the directing process with him? Is he, is he very sort of, is he open? You know, plays are, I guess, a bit different the film there's not that much adaptation we go different but is he open to ideas and stuff like that or is he very like you're doing it like this and that's the end of it yeah there's a real kind of it's, it's a real open kind of atmosphere in the rehearsal room um he's quite old school i know he wouldn't have a go at me for saying that he's he's from that kind of um uh, that discipline where you know exactly what you want when you go into the room so he's very particular about everything he wants but he allows you to kind of discover that through your own kind of voice mm -hmm. as well but he, he knows where you want to go he knows where you want to shape so at first you're a little bit kind of Unseated, you're not quite sure if you're you're nailing it, and then obviously you get into the space, you start running stuff, yeah. and you realise actually he's given you this entire framework to kind of populate your own ideas and intentions with, and and that's a real brilliant thing. It's quite exciting to kind of come wow. into the room that way and discover it kind of yeah. fresh every day. He'll and let you play, and his yeah. word is try it, have try a go, it. try it, yeah. so you feel comfortable to yeah. you know be creative with him, which is and good. Jay, you like a musical, right? I love musicals. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! I love them. Which come is, see us. Then. Come see us. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, and, and is there any um? Are there any songs that people would recognise, or is it is it my body? It's like the anthem 
especially for the women. Yeah. It's that anthem track that's like. Give me a little, give me a little throwdown of my body. I can't remember that one. It, oh God. Do it. Pressure. <laughs> do it. Under on the spot. Literally, on the spot. We ain't got enough time for it. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but well, it's, well, out of. It's just basically give just saying. Give him the hook. Give me the hook. In this world of like. Give me the damn hook, girl. My body is my business, and my business is my business. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, I've heard that one. I love that. I love it's that. just saying it's my voice, body. Yeah. Oh, cheers. Hey, if I'm nothing, you should come to see this show. I tell yeah. you, the voices <laughs> in this show are off the charts. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. Off the charts. Yeah, everyone is so talented. Yeah. It's such a great score as well for yeah. people that have big voices, and yeah. it's great. Cy Coleman, who did um, City of Angels, who did uh, Sweet Charity, it's this wonderful kind of rich. There's even this section, it's a kind of just an interlude section between scenes in the second act where it almost takes on a reggae vibe. And you're thinking, mm. oh. this guy, where's he drawing on his influences yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's got everything for everyone. It's, yeah. it's a huge, it's a huge score. Fantastic. It's on the Southwark Playhouse, if you yes. mention mm-hmm. that, for a whole month until the 29th of April. So that's the last Saturday of this month. Yeah. We're in April already. That's are we scary. In we are. Oh, no, Jeez. We're, we're in Time April. Flies. Time's I'm like, what the? We, it yeah. was just New Year, and then now it's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. April already, yeah. I know. Surprising. It's scarily. Someone's like stealing the years or the months or whatever. But you know, when you when you get over 18, the years just go. But when you're a kid, like summer was like the longest time. You like you thought like yes. you were playing out forever exactly. until you heard your mum go get, get, get home and you'd run home. <laughs> now catches you off guard. You're blinking like it's yeah. Christmas. You're like yeah. what? Yeah. Next Christmas. That's why you got to populate life with the sort of things you got to do. Like come and see the life. That's nice. See the life. Nice. Yes. Nice. Plug. There's a plug there. there. Smooth, seamless plug. Yeah. Listeners, great musical called "The Life" at the Southwark Playhouse from March 25th, which has gone till April 29th. Please make sure you go and see it with this great cast, and of course, you'll get to see. Uncle Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> love that. And just a little bit about the how you got involved, like the audition process. Did you guys audition, or did you know people in the show? How did you hear about it and get involved? Offers straight offers. Okay, so um, my um, my agent just told me I had an audition for this show called The Life. I didn't know about it. I went in, gave, uh, sang some of the material. Was like, wow, this is really really good stuff. Mm. Um, after two auditions, I met um, to Shan Williams. Can you get some water in here, and, um, Thank you. Buddy. Yeah, and oh, we got some. We met her on the second auditions. I think it was her, your second audition as well, to yeah. Shan. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. Um, um, you can, you know, when you feel a chemistry with someone in the room, yeah. I kind of felt that, and we like, could tell, like me and Jay. Yeah, yeah, the natural kind of free flow chemistry you guys clearly have. You mask it well, man. You should be an actor. <laughs> I know. I thought about it. Like, people told me it's not going to work for me, so I like, gave up. <laughs> no, but it was, it was, it felt really good. I liked the material, and when you when you get great material, it's a joy to audition for. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, fortunately. Um, we were the first choices. We we heard that everyone was actually the first choice that they got. It's Fantastic. kind of quite well, rare. was going to tell you that anyway. But. It's <laughs> true. That's why I don't. I'm joking. Serious. I'm joking. Come on, I'm our dreams here, man. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, and, and and that's wonderful. And you can really see that because everyone inhabits their characters so well yeah, and it's right. so spot on. And yeah. Tishan's a dream to play opposite. Musical oh, auditions. Have you had many musical auditions? No, I don't really sing. So my last so musical audition. I would audition. love to. You but, oh, you, yeah, you did a musical audition. No, well, interesting thing. Not that I could ever be good enough. Not that I could ever be remotely good enough. Especially, and now I don't do them. I don't have to do them. I don't want to do them. But yeah. back in the days, I did a musical audition, and um, uh, I got quite far around. To nearly got a Godspell, right? But then, then oh, I went nice. for this other musical audition, and you had to prepare your music and go in there. So I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do. It. My agent said, go in. So I go in there, and I'm singing "Boys to Men," right? So I'm like, I may love to, <laughs> big tune, right? big like tune. you want me to, right? So I'm singing this thing, and I hold you to, and I'm trying to hit these notes that are just <laughs> nigh on impossible for me to hit. So my eyes are closed. I'm like, all through the night, right? I open one eye, 
and the fucking people are cracking up laughing like they're, <laughs> they're belly rolling one of them's nearly off the chair just laughing their heads off and I was like came out of there I was like called my agent I was like Never. Don't ever send me off. Okay. Again. <laughs> never again. Yeah, never again. Never but, again. Um, so that was my embarrassment at my my last ever musical audition. Well, you know what, man? Maybe the game's ready for you now. No, I think like my voice is terrible. It's <laughs> <So laughs> alright. I, all right. I should just stick to what I'm doing. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Emma Watson in Beauty and the Beast auto-tuned her to perfection. Really? Ooh. Was she like? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Oh, don't hold worry. on. Hold on. We've got a question here from oh. Lewis in Glasgow. So we'll go to for all of us. Okay. Would you guys ever go naked in a play? I really like the sound of this uh, this one being your show. Uh, I might have to take a trip to London from Lewis in Glasgow. Well, Lewis, firstly, do take a trip down from Glasgow and bring some friends, um, have a weekend up and see the life. But to the question, would you guys go naked in a play? On stage. Live. Free bird, full. No hiding behind leaves. <laughs> everything out. I've always wanted um, to do hair and there's a bit of nudity in that. And... Mm. Um, yes, with that kind of license, with a play like that, a musical like that, I should say, yes, I would. So it depends on the of the content of it, but but yes. yeah, absolutely, sir. But you're lucky to get me with clothes on today, man. I walk around <laughs> most of the time without clothes on, so I mean, hey, like, if the material's free, good. But hey, you know what? I'm getting that vibe from here as well. It's like it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diana James. I think yeah, for the right role, and also I would definitely just want to have a chat with like the lighting guy. Hide the cellular light. Because as long as I was well lit, yes, you could do something like you know clever with that. Because I went to see Full Monty, the 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 play. Not the musical. Oh, yeah. There was a musical, and mm -hmm. then there was a touring play, which mm -hmm. I saw, and that was really good because they did go all off at the end. But the way that they lit it, you literally saw for like a second, but then you saw outline, and it was it was just like a really good way of being naked on stage. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Well, Lewis in Glasgow, I have done it. He I has. have done it. Yes, we'll I go have everything done it. out. Everything mm -hmm. out. What was that for? Uh, a play called Talking About Men, was which that? was at the Oval House, and then toured toured like Liverpool, Glasgow, oh, wow. uh, Liverpool, Leeds, Huddersfield, Nottingham, blah blah blah. Um, and it was a place set in saunas um, and there was like about five or six cast all men um, and we and I, we had to go naked so everything willy out everything full on the stage and some of the mm. venues was like, like big like about the size of the studio so you're like them front row girls are like they're seeing everything intimate, intimate, what you, know? you ate yeah. for dinner yeah. last night you know they everything. could do they could do they could do, <laughs> they could do the braille if they wanted to they could be like yeah braille. <laughs> you know what I mean and in some places it was like that in London fine you know in London no one batted an eyelid everyone was kind of like you know then you go Manchester it's fine then you go when you go Nottingham and then the men get naked you hear come and get out of here there's bomb o'clock this damn place that's all you heard and when you went to Huddersfield it was like yeah get your cock out like it was different audiences Huddersfield girls were reaching for it do you know what I mean I was like do you not get theatre up here or what like it's unbelievable but yeah so I've done it Lewis in Glasgow you missed it brilliant and it was before luckily for me it was before the well you know not luckily I was going to say before it was before the time of smartphones smartphones that could record yeah because I was thinking someone somewhere must have a picture of there might be a picture if you guys have a picture of my penis from the play talking about men from the tour please do send it in tweet it in tweet it put it on Twitter at Foo I'm proud of my shit so I don't care put it yeah, out there yeah. you know what I mean represent <laughs> represent brilliant well, well thank you so thank much you, man. guys this the is, life this is cool right we've got our next guest in the studio so well, a huge Woo. welcome to you Abraham do you want to just introduce how's it them? going um, we're good we're good Friday afternoon and uh, how are you yourself I'm very well thanks yeah yeah what's happening man 
Oh, you, good, you're man. doing well, aren't you? Yes. Rising star of 2017 yeah, yeah. and all that malarkey. <gasps> yeah, I was crossed. one of those many years ago. <laughs> they were so wrong, obviously. Clearly, <laughs> uh, many. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Just, you know. <laughs> no, great. So tell us, you are in the new Sky One or Atlantic? Atlantic. Sky oh, nice. Atlantic, the yeah. big channel. Yeah, Sky yeah, yeah. Atlantic show, Gorilla. Yes. Now, before anyone gets disappointed. Like I was. I just have to tell you guys out there, the show is unfortunately not about gorillas no. <laughs> or any sort of zoo animal. But, Abraham, please tell us what it is about. Uh, it's about, the story kind of follows uh, a couple, an Asian woman and a black man who are drawn into radical activism in 1971. Um, and it's a kind of what if... Uh, the British Black Power movement really took off. Really took off. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it did take off, and it, I think there are a lot of stories that haven't been told. Sure. And John's John Ridley shining a light on them. Mm. Yeah. Um, but this is fictional, uh, but w- with the background of sort of yeah, back- history, background yeah. of the real of the real history of yeah, things yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah. Now, this might surprise a lot of people. Um, you are neither an Asian woman or a black man. No. So, what part what wonderful part do you play so um the the two guys the the couple are sort of hunted by a, a character played by Rory Kinnear yep. who is great an actor. amazing actor his dad was great um, too yeah 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 uh who is the head of what was called the black power desk yeah and this is a real desk that the special branch police had to deal with black activism yeah and wow. uh they got police who were sort of brutalised in was then Rhodesia and I was in Zimbabwe and took them to London to deal with black power activism so wow. you can see where their bias lay. Yeah where their mind was and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. uh, I play his son and Rory's character is caught up in a whole lot of shit basically. Yeah. John Ridley's so great because he kind of someone looks really nasty and, and looks like they do really horrible things and then yeah. he shows you their life shows you why they might behave yeah. the way they behave yeah, exactly. yeah. oh I love that why what, Why are monsters why do people yeah. become monsters yeah. that kind of thing you know it's kind of like um, you know yeah when you, you, you watch a film and someone's doing something then you think oh my god they're horrible but then when you watch their life you kind of understand yeah exactly maybe s- not, not, might not agree with what they do but you might kind of understand yeah. a little bit where they're there's coming from there's a quote from. somewhere that like if you if you know if you really know someone you'll love them because yeah. you know exactly why they, they behave the way they behave. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I agree with that quote. There's yeah. a few people. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm just not gonna like them, no matter, no matter what. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, so that, that's great, man. And and did you, when when did you shoot that? And, and and are you are you looking forward to the release? You must be. We finished to it. November, I think, yeah. late November. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird because I've I've done a film and the turnaround on that that still hasn't come out. We shot that like a year and a half ago now. Yeah. Yeah. So the turnaround on this is yeah. has been quite quick. We'll so it's been nice quick, to yeah. We'll get on to that film in a minute. Yeah. And one other thing, people might not know, guys that are listening to this wonderful show Gorilla about, you know, this this black activism in nineteen seventy one fictional story and it's Frida Pinto, isn't it? Yeah. It's Frida yeah, Pinto, yeah, isn't yeah. it? What guys also you should know, which might help you uh, uh not that you should watch it just for this, but the executive producer and one of the actors of course is Mr Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. Um so this show has a good pedigree. Uh Abraham obviously is a fast up and comer, so you guys should definitely check this out um what and so tell us now also you know we're all going to try and tune into to, to that show tell us about your film that's coming out oh so this is um 
it's called How to Talk to Girls at Parties. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> are you good at that? Are you? No, I'm terrible. I don't Still believe that. Still haven't learned. I don't believe um, that. It's good. <laughs> you don't need to do anything. Just stand in the corner and look pretty. They'll come to you. Pose. Yeah. Um, it's there's a writer called Neil Gaiman who's like a fantasy uh, yeah. writer. American mm. Gods. Yeah, so great. And he wrote the short story about uh, two teenage boys going to a house party and meeting aliens in 1977. Wow. And uh, it's the director called John Cameron Mitchell has taken this short story and blown it up. Um, and it's now three boys and a, a lot of aliens. <laughs> and Nicole Kidman. Wow. And it's it's a crazy, crazy story, but I I think absolutely brilliant. And you're I'm one, really of the, brave. one of the leads in yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sort of the short story follows two boys. Yeah. Uh one sort of quiet, one more loud. And the film has made it three. So I'm kind of the loud one. I, I bring them into the party and yeah. And, and get everyone going fantastic um, yeah. and that, that shot here, that shot in America that was shot over here shot that was over shot here. it's set in Croydon I don't know what but wow. the, the New York sort of New York artists talking about Croydon and stories from Croydon I think it's brilliant but yeah, yeah they came over and shot well, that, sounds, wow. that sounds great man yeah. representing South London yeah South yeah London, yeah man. <laughs> and so when can, when can we see Gorilla when, when does Gorilla start Gorilla comes out on Thursday next 13th, week I think April 13th yeah, yeah, yeah. April 13th and I think all six episodes are coming out at the same time oh Sky's <gasps> Bus on the next yeah. Saturday yeah yeah yeah, yeah so great. you can binge it yeah. all the way through love yeah. that love that yeah um, very very exciting and so what else have you got have you got anything else planned in the, sort of the pipeline I'm I'm trying to write a film at the moment oh that's what I love I'm to hear to my friend clock. that's yeah. what I love to hear me <laughs> do it I'm telling you man it's the way forward because yeah. sometimes you know what it's like man we, we all know what it's like we're actors sometimes the phone doesn't stop ringing you love it and then one exactly. day you're like hold on what's happening here <laughs> And the best thing to do is just create your own stuff. Man. Exactly. Yeah, I love um, that. Yeah, I've sort of watched a film called The Lobster and a film called Her. Oh, I heard about that, yeah. 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 And I saw a Lobster, I saw her. Kind love, of I love her. Really weird romantic stories set in a kind of future world that's not too far from our own, but still a little bit different. And yeah, we're, me and my friend are trying to do something. I that love that. Kind of well, idea, you need a man. producer. You send that to me, man. We'll yeah, see if definitely, we can, man. See, I'll definitely. give you my card afterwards. We'll, oh, see, we'll, we'll see if we can uh, help you out with that. Oh, thank um, you so much. Yeah, no worries, man. I, I love what you're doing, mate. I think you're doing fantastic. Uh, we look forward to watching you in Gorilla. Thanks very I look much. forward to watching you in How to Talk, talk to, to Girls at Parties. Parties. By the way, I was an expert at that when I was younger. <laughs> just so, just really? so you, when I was younger, yeah, just so you're aware. What would you say? Go on. I, I'm not going to do it now. I don't want you. Listen, you've got a boyfriend. I don't want you to leave him. If I start putting the measure on you, it's that powerful. Really? It's that powerful. Okay. It is that powerful. If I started putting them old school moves on you, I'm trying to think of like you would be leaving the dude. So, dude, I know, dude, I'm cool with you, man. Like you know that. <laughs> like me and you get on. Like I ain't see you too often. Like we're cool, but I, I, she's my friend. I know her for years, even before you. If I put the moves on it, bro, it's over. So I'm just not gonna do it. Okay, I I'll stay safe. Much. I'll stay safe over the picket line here. Like. Yeah, just stay right there. <laughs> and stay, And plus, there's ladies out here too. They all start pouring into the room and it's stuff like. You yeah. should do. You should like, get no. a podcast and charge for it. No, no, you no. Know no. What I mean? It's best to keep it under wraps, man. Okay, just keep it in secret. But my friend, like, yeah, Pass it on to I, your I know sons. you got a gift. I know you got that gift, man. Just the look of you, <laughs> you got that gift, man. Ladies, listen, and this guy is a, is a dude. He's I'm a dude. so bad at like small talk and chatting people up, and I was at a party like, so do you like cheese? Oh yeah, she's great. She's a life of the party. Johanna's a life of the party and when people are out. She's always, you know, uh, has a lot of fun and stuff like that. Um, anyway, 
Gorilla. Yes, Gorilla, Sky Atlantic. Oh, that's the big, that is the biggest Sky channel that you could possibly... That's the top. That's the king of Sky. That's like the HBO. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the it's the one. Because they do... Well, well, they try to do 50% English and American, but it always ends up being more American. So, fantastic. There's like an English one on there. Yeah. 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 It's going to be this great, man. Bye, All right, man. Well, we look forward to seeing you in that. Look forward to your movie. And good luck with everything else you're Worth getting you. up to, man. Yeah. Thank you so for much. For the rest guys. of the yeah. year. Boom. Right. We're doing... Thanks like, for coming in. We're doing 90s uh, movie hits, movie songs. And this is... Well, it's a Prince song. You very correctly pointed out but it was covered by Quindon Tarver in Romeo and Juliet in mm. 1996 Baz Luhrmann Romeo and Juliet Baz Luhrmann oh, that was one of my favourite films I love that before my time that really? yeah I'm younger than you oh yeah oh. <laughs> you don't look it oh, I'm so shit come back this is awful. <laughs> welcome back I am joined in the studio by Joshua Maguire Hi. welcome welcome thanks for coming in pleasure I weirdly saw your face this morning before I met you oh on the t- you're all over the tube oh, right I'm now I'm very sorry no, Did it's I great. ruin your morning? No, I went, oh, <laughs> that's weird. I'm on the way to see him right now. And there he is, right yeah. there. Um, because you are in a play at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. At the Old Vic. Yeah, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead at the Old Vic. Um, and we're about halfway through our run um, at the moment. And it's going really well. Yeah. And how many are in your cast? There's 16 in the cast. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's quite a big cast. Um, and so it's myself and Dan Radcliffe. Um, and David Haig, who is part of my childhood because of Four Weddings and a Funeral, uh, um, yeah. which I was just obsessed with. Um, so, uh, yeah, so there's 16 of us. So for a play that quite a lot of people think is just about two people, there's there's <clears throat> 14 more people than people expect. Yeah, I thought it was a two-hander. I, yeah. I was just going by the poster. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Um, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. You educated me. And <laughs> that's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. That's the one, yeah. That's a weird title. So yeah. what, what's that about? Because I literally have no idea. <laughs> well, so Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are two supporting characters from Shakespeare's play Hamlet. And Tom Stoppard, 50 years ago when he wrote the play, took the two supporting characters from Hamlet and made them the main characters in his own play. Um, And it kind of takes place... um, If you imagine that the play Hamlet is taking place in the wings. Okay. um, But our play is taking place on stage. Um, So every now and then Shakespeare's play does come on stage and Hamlet comes on stage and speaks Shakespeare. But as soon as everyone else disappears, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern start talking um, in modern-day language... And it's a kind of a comedy about... I mean, on one level, it's a comedy um, that would just hopefully make you laugh on a mm-hmm. basic level. Um, but also, if you take it up to its many layers, it's it's because it's by Tom Stoppard, it's about death and identity and existentialism and metaphysics and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a pretty kind of out there thing, especially for a play that's, you know, it's, it's 50th anniversary. And what annoyingly, he was 29 when he wrote it which is my age, which is really um, annoys oh, wow. me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's, um, and I mean, at the old Vic, so I'm trying to encourage, because I hope that the next generation of people are mm. going to be more open to, uh, more excited about going to the theatre. Definitely. And I think that this is really good yeah. for getting for drawing in because obviously with uh, Dan with Dan especially absolutely he'll draw yeah. a crowd because uh, does he like to be called Dan rather than Dan uh, uh, yes I guess so okay yeah. so you're saying Dan I'm yeah. like oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it too like I know him yeah, yeah Dan, sure. Dan. Um, well that's what's so great about it because it's it, it's a 50 year old play that people of um, Dan's um, kind of fan based generation um, who grew up with Harry Potter most likely won't have heard of um, and if they've heard of it they certainly won't have read it I hadn't read it before mm-hmm. um, we started doing it 
So what an amazing opportunity to get people who will have never heard of that, maybe might not have even heard of Tom Stoppard, um, to come and see a play that they normally wouldn't have seen. Mm-hmm. So that's what's so great about having Dan in it, because um, once they're through the door, they're there and they're going to watch it. So And hopefully will enjoy it, and mm. it will open them up to not only theatre, as you say, but also Tom's work, and, 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 and it can show them that, well, if they, even if they thought this, you know, theatre is for everyone. It is. It really is. There's something about the live... Yeah, exactly. Which is like, <gasps> and mm. I always like to ask because I, uh, I come, I'm, I'm an actress as well, mm. and I always like to know what's gone wrong because <laughs> with live shows there is just yeah. so much opportunity. Uh, yeah. What's gone wrong and have you fixed it? Well, um, it, it, the dialogue is quite fast paced and quite um, kind of between me and Dan. It, it, sometimes it just goes at an absolute pace. And yeah. There's this one bit in particular that a couple of times we've gone off the tracks and we've had to kind of put ourselves back on and luckily Dan and I have, have each other's backs in that okay. sense but you just see panic in each other's eyes yeah. um, suddenly appear um, um, but thankfully because we know it so well as one would hope because we're halfway through the run we can um, get ourselves back on the tracks mm-hmm. I mean last night I mean there's lots of because Tom's quite a I mean, he's an incredible writer and his work's quite tricksy in the sense that in Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, anyway, um, there's quite a lot of repetition, mm. but repetitions with slight changes. Oh, that's so annoying. Uh, exactly. You're so, like, wait, are we on page three or well, on page 29? I well, don't know. exactly, and that kind of happened last night. And um, <laughs> panic um, appeared in my eyes. Okay. And Dan got us back on track, thank God. Um, but it's, um, you know... It, the language is modern day, but it's just as um, that Tom plays with language um, a lot. And actually, Tom, it's English is technically Tom's second language because he's um, Czech, mm-hmm. um, and he came over to England when he was younger. Um, so it's quite interesting to do a play uh, by someone who English is their second language because there's yeah. such the playfulness in the language is, is so evident. Um, so if we do go wrong you have to make up stuff in Stoppardian language, which is not the easiest thing, I can well, tell At least you. it's not Shakespearean. Well, exactly, yeah. I'd say it's a step down. There was a girl at my uni, we were doing, um, we were doing, well, my drama school, we were doing Shakespeare monologue performances, and she just dried at the top of it, at the oh. very top. Oh, no. And I had no idea, because yeah. she was doing a, a monologue from a play, a Shakespeare play that I didn't know. I think it was Antony and Cleopatra, and I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't know it. So she literally made up on the spot, a oh Shakespeare my. monologue, wow. and she was like dancing around the stage and, and, and you know, giving it, she gave it like 10 out of 10. And hey, afterwards, hey. I was like, Oh, great. And everyone else was sort of like, What are you doing? And I was like, Well, she was great. I was like, That wasn't Shakespeare. Uh, I was like, Was it not? <laughs> okay, well, it well, was good. good. But yeah, I think I would, drawing in any play, mm. you could saveable, probably apart from Shakespeare for me. Yeah, I'd sure. be like, well, apparently there's there's the, uh, an old actor's tale that if you forget your lines in Shakespeare, mm. you turn to someone and say, um, uh, come to the market and I'll tell you all. And ah. then you walk off. I've heard, I've heard you say, and therein lies the end. And then look at someone else and then so who's walk next off. Line? Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, between me and you, we'd be able to like oh, end yeah, the play we, and get good, off. Yeah. And it'd be a short play, but it'd be good. It'd well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get involved with the play? Did you did you audition? Was there an audition process? Uh, so, I uh, about um, August last year, um, I, my agent said, "Do I want to go and speak to or, or meet Tom Stoppard?" Uh, and I said, "Yes." Obviously. Hell yeah! Um, so uh, we went and had a chat, and the director was there, and we we read some of the play, 
Um, and then I, I went back again and I met them. Um, but these were kind of like three-hour sessions wow. um, in, uh, in a room in some, like, kind of legend. Like, you know, you hear about those members' clubs in Soho? Like, not the new yeah. ones, like the proper old ones with oak-panelled walls. It was like that. If anyone just tuned in right now, they'll be like, what? There was yeah. a three-hour session in <laughs> Soho? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> At a members' club. Um, kinky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sadly, it wasn't um, kinky. Um, or maybe not sadly. Um, but, uh, no, it was... So, that was good and then it went kind of quiet and then um they were looking for someone to kind of play the other role and and then I got a call saying um they think they might have found someone and um and and actually Dan and I have worked together before I I, I worked with him on um, a TV show he did called Young Doctor's Notebook oh yes um, yes yeah, I and, and so we so we already knew each other mm. and he came to see a play I did and I went to see a play he did and then I did a play at the Donmar Warehouse called Privacy which was a new play, and then that play, about a year later, two years later, went to New York off Broadway, and Dan played my part, and um, and and I was called by the director of that play, and she said, "Are oh, we going to do it in America?" And um, uh, we think we've got someone to play your part, and I just said, "It's not Dan, is it?" She said, "Yes," and like so, and and, and so Dan and I's careers, the multi-billion-dollar. Wizard franchise aside, have um, kind of <laughs> dovetailed and but stuff like that. that. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much yeah, mark and for mark. And so when they called and said they might have found someone, again I said it's not Dan, is it? And they said yes. And um, so we went to New York for two days and did a reading with for our director. Um, you know, w- we were essentially in in New York for an hour and fifteen minute meeting. But I'm not going to complain. Yeah. Um, and um, so I kind of walked around New York jet lagged and um not really knowing what time of day it was um and then we and then it was all set and 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 then it was announced so so yeah that's kind of how it works so we had a since september we've known we were doing it which is kind of good to get on top of the lines early because there's quite yeah, a few you want to get them in mm. uh and just with your so, so you've done lots and lots of other stuff like mm. before before yeah. this play um have you had got any <laughs> really awful or funny um audition stories you know what i i i have you I, managed I, to I get myself through? lucky <gasps> yeah I, I don't really oh, wow. have any horror stories i mean you're in like the one percent i know I I, <laughs> I I i yeah i don't have any horror stories really i mean and i've never even bar maybe one met not met any complete and utter I don't know what I'm allowed to say, but like uh, complete and utter arseholes. I've never met any apart from one. He was complete arsehole. But um, (laughs) just the one, just just the one. So no, I'm really lucky. I know that's so boring, but I I don't have any embarrassing audition stories actually. Well, I turned up to an audition once um, and I I lied and said that I could do martial arts. Oh, classic. So yeah, those are the kind of situations. Did you get it? Um, I did actually. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, but he said because I didn't panic when I no. didn't know it. Quite right. I mean, I mean, obviously I did panic, but I, I obviously but acted very it, well no. that I did it. That's brilliant. Um, it's all about saving. Yeah, saving those uh, moments. Exactly. I bet that wasn't your fault either. But they. No, I think it wasn't. It was an agent to an agent thing mm. that got. It wasn't my fault. Not but, your fault. You know, I'm like, damn it. But yeah. <laughs> it's always that's they're my favourite things for about. Um, I love the behind the scenes of how people yeah. got the roles or who nearly have you ever got any had any like near miss roles where you've nearly got cast in something oh god I mean who hasn't yeah, yeah. Um, you end up but, watching it like yeah. <laughs> well I yeah no uh, there's the 
there's some. I think there's a really unhealthy attitude from actors when they go, "Oh, that person got my role." It's not your role. <laughs> you didn't get it, so stop complaining. They yeah. got it. It's yeah. their role. They got their role. Yeah, I just, I just can't. Oh God, they got my role. Not your role. Not it your really role, people. Me. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah, exactly. You've got to chill out. Otherwise, you'll never survive in this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but I love the... And I think the stories, it's like... Uh, there's always those actors who nearly got this role, nearly got that role, nearly got that exactly. role. And then and then they got, like, Superman. Of course. And it's like, boom. Actually, yeah. I think that's what actually happened to Superman. Yeah, there's so many he stories He missed out like on... Henry Cavill missed out on, like, the top so many. Right, yeah, And then yeah, eventually yeah. he landed Superman. And it was of like, course. well, that's the reason why you didn't get that one. Exactly, yeah. Everyone just... pops at different times. Exactly, 100%. Yeah. So what uh, what would be your dream in the future? What would be like your dream iconic kind of the role? Would you like to play a Hamlet or a Macbeth? Or... Um, well, I did Hamlet at the Globe, so I feel oh, like done. yeah, tick tick that one off. <laughs> I, but I was never, I never have. Um, I, I I read an interview with someone once where they said um, they were better. They would all at school they'd like to be told the title of their essay mm-hmm. rather than make up the title of their own essay mm-hmm. and write that. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite bad at knowing. I I like it when people tell me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. do you want to play this person? You go, oh, mm. sure. Um, I, I don't really have any. Um, maybe it hasn't been written yet, okay. but I, I can know the vibe. Like, I know I'd like it to be. Uh, I find new writing more writing. exciting okay. than, than stuff like that because you're get putting your stamp on it, you know. And I did I did a play my first ever job was a play called Posh, um which was um at the Royal Court. And well, that's um, just about to come on again. All the, with all female mm. just next door. Mm. Um yeah. Um so and that was all well it was just a group of lads around a table um at an Oxford dining club. Mm. And that was amazing because we originated those roles and when you do a new piece of writing, your involvement with the writer is so um crucial um that you have a hand in creating those characters and that's what's ama- that's what's amazing when you go and um if you buy you know play play texts at the front of the play text it says this production was first produced in so and so and these and then if and you the look name. down the cast list it can be you know a, a, an amazing array of names mm. um so that that kind of stuff would definitely be my favorite to do to do and yeah. do you sway more towards uh like comedy or drama um i'd say if um it's probably not necessarily taste wise but what i end up doing is probably comedic mm-hmm. but um uh i you know i love i love mixing i sat mixing up someone asked me the other day said to me the other day that the characters i play on tv tend to be um nice and stupid and the characters i play on stage tend to be horrible and clever Mm, that's really uh, I don't know what that says big... about if if a camera's closer to my face maybe I look nicer close up yeah and I can look on stage I it's don't like, know oh. what does that say about me it's a very confusing CV there isn't it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. well yeah. on the two sides of my life mm. um, would you ever think about directing or going into another side of it or are you firmly on the performer I don't know really uh, maybe yeah I, I, I think as you grow up and you and you have more and more experience of it you think oh maybe that would um be something i'd like to do but um at the pressure i think of directing or something like that i mean at least as an actor you've got one thing to worry about mm-hmm. whereas a director you've got multiple things to worry about especially yeah. on a film set i know dan i think dan's very keen on um, at some point directing or something like that but he's grown up on a film set he will know a film yeah, set inside yeah, out you know, know that for sure yeah exactly and how it works and, and what what does work and what doesn't work 
Um, but at the moment, I'm very happy where I am. Yeah. yeah. And would you ever like to do a big Hollywood franchise like a Harry Potter I mean, style? Yeah, why not? Epic. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, I love those. The Harry Potter films are great, I Oh, think. it's my happy place. Yeah, it's, And I am one of those people, I'm going to say, I, I have a tattoo. Of Harry Potter? Not of him. Not oh, of wow. it, that's weird. What do you have? Um, I have, a, well, it's kind of like a secret members club thing. So uh. I've got a tattoo on my leg, which I asked the tattoo guy to to hide the Deathly Hallows in like a geometric design within oh, wow. the tattoo. So pe- people look at it, they don't know. But uh. if you're a Harry Potter fan, I've had so many people go, is that Deathly Hallows? So you're a big Potter nut, are you? Yeah. Oh, great. I, I, yeah, I love that. I've auditioned for the movies. I got, did you? got a callback for Luna and I was like so oh, happy. You'd have been great. And um, didn't get it, but anyway, wasn't my role. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just, I was the same age, I think I'm exactly the same age as Dan, bar a few days. Yeah, 27? So, yeah, so yeah. I grew up literally the same age as everybody read the books at the right age and stuff. Oh, so I, I'm of that generation that I'll be like, <laughs> my youngest sister's 15, she loves it, but I'm like, <laughs> Girl, you're like, yeah, it's interesting. You're just catching up. I know. I wonder how what because it's weird to think of a generation now that aren't living Harry Potter as it's as it's going. As it came out, didn't so get to like, go to the cinema. I know, like ten year olds. Are, are they into Harry Potter? Or they are. They, they are. are right? Like the younger generation are. But I was like, no, no, no. You don't understand what it was like at school when that Harry Potter book dropped. Mm. Nobody talked. I remember, and people used to read it overnight. You would be there, and everyone would be having this like massive race. Nobody yeah. would be doing anything. Yeah. And if you if you gave out a spoiler. I remember the big punched. thing was who was the, um, the 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 initials from the locket something oh, big yeah. and it was someone black wasn't it mm-hmm. it was serious black so yeah, RB that's it and everyone was talking about that I'm like who's they gonna be but they're great mm. for, Dan says apparently he hears that there lots of people tell him they're brilliant to watch Hungover. I think so. Yeah, like on a Sunday, just whack on. I think yeah, and you kind of anyone anyone works yeah. any order. They get better as they go on, right? Uh, I do, my favourite is number six. What's that one? The Half Blood Prince. Ah, okay. It's cool. my favourite one. <laughs> um, so great. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't want to go on to Harry Potter because no. I really wanted this to be about you, but we just no, ended up fangirling over Harry Potter. <laughs> That's amazing. So just to recap, if anyone's just joined us, we are talking about the new play that's on at the Old Vic at the moment, and Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are de- that's hard to <laughs> that's a tongue twister Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead are dead there you go they are dead people that is a uh, line from Hamlet oh I see yeah. it's all falling <laughs> into place now yeah god you can't say that hungover though can you no no, no absolutely that blocks all drunk um, and it's we're speaking to Joshua Maguire and he's starring with Daniel Radcliffe in it at the moment until when when does it end it, we've just been extended by a week, so Ooh. we finish on the 6th of May. So hopefully nice. there's more ticket availability yeah. okay. um, than there were. So was. you can go and check that out at the old Vic, not the young Vic. We're going no. to the vintage Vic. Yeah, that's the one. Right now. Um, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, thank you so, so much. And all the best of luck. And you've got to go off today because you've got to go and do your preparations. Well, yeah. It takes Lunges, me at least eight hours. vocal things. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Whatever you guys do, to get ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. <laughs> I think you guys should do like a Facebook Live before you go on. Just oh, to, uh, yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, God. it would be so boring. I think we just sit no. and talk. I think the weirdest for people who don't know about actors warm ups. Yeah, if good. you walk in on that, I mean oh, that's yeah? weirder than walking in on people like having sex or something. It's very weird. <laughs> right, Coming yeah. into, I mean, I got you get used to it in drama school. Walking in in the morning, like morning, and someone's yeah. just like doing splits up the yeah, wall, being like, you mum, do, mum, don't mum. You? And it becomes very natural for guys to walk around in their leggings. That's what <laughs> I found. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. And suddenly you're on the tube in your leggings. Like, hold yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've missed the mark. I saw someone the other day near um, Barons Court, which is where Lambda is, and um, 
I, they looked like a drama student. And mm-hmm. then I saw he was wearing tracksuit bottoms. I was like, he's definitely a drama student. Definitely a drama student. <laughs> you just live in those for three years. Yeah, I lived in black joggy bottoms nice. and plimsolls yeah. for three years. Came out and went, what is colour? What is fashion? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm in 2008. This yeah. is what? <laughs> um, no, brilliant. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, have a great rest of the show. Thank you very much. Thank Cheers. you. Bye. Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on FUBAR Radio. Yo, we We're are back. back. That was Joshua Maguire. Who's man, doing he playing. can talk, man. He can talk a lot, yeah. That was like, uh, like 15 minutes. Well, it's interesting. He's doing a play with Daniel Radcliffe, so... Look, you, all you got to do is go, yo, bro, you're in a play with Harry Potter. What's it like? Great, great. See you later. Bang. Done. Is he really magic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that question. Uh, but we've got other other things on the theatre. That There's we should let people know other about. Other things in the theatre. Wonderful things. Do you like that? And that is not Wait. a lie. No. So we've got our final guest in the studio. Um, we're going to be talking about all things I lied about. So if you'd like to introduce... Yeah, of course. So, I'm Katie this Bonner. Hi. Katie Bonner. Amazing <laughs> to be here. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. your show is called all the things yeah. I lied about yeah I love the fact you guys are reading that out accurately from a press release and yeah. not like because some people have been like it's like everything I ever every lie I ever told yeah. or like every <laughs> lie in the world so like, so, tell me yeah all yeah the play is called all the things I lied yeah is it really all the things you've lied about generally or, I would genuinely, say or it's it, are you lying right now I mean that would be a spoiler right <laughs> I told you that um, but no I mean obviously it's uh, I would say it's a f- in the end it is a summary of some of my worst lies <laughs> that's a good place to start connected to some of the biggest lies that are like around us in the world now yes. so I'm not I mean the title is all the things I lied about but I'm talking about I begin the show talking about Brexit and talking about Trump and talking about the lies that we're just like watching every day every and day. like laughing at like oh isn't it ridiculous how he's getting yeah. away with telling all these crazy lies and then you know this morning happened and this is where the world is now you know yeah. um, it's quite when I made the show and I took it up to Edinburgh last year of course the election hadn't the American election hadn't, hadn't happened. happened and I had Did this you section quickly change your material like, yeah rewritten it for yeah. Soho yeah yeah, yeah. Because before I was talking about the way that he... I talk a lot about gaslighting in the show as well, which um, if you haven't... Yeah, so basically it's... um, It's in the press loads at the moment because of Trump. But basically it's like the act of manipulating somebody psychologically so they doubt their own sanity. So they doubt their own reality. Wow. So, and it happens loads in, um, you know, uh, relationships and in situations where there's a power struggle between people, basically. And Trump does it quite a lot to the world. So essentially, uh, for example, when he, um, uh, when that tape was leaked, the pussy grabbing tape oh, was yeah. leaked, yeah. Mm. and he issued this apology, he kind of, he uses the, the same kind of tactics that... Uh, an abusive partner in a relationship would use to try and like maintain power and like manipulate tell you us why it's okay that he co- said it yeah why it's okay that he said yeah. it and also like why we're wrong for being offended by yeah. it you know like to make you feel and he'll say you know hey I never said I was perfect so what are you bothered about like yeah. this is the real world yeah. are you perfect yeah exactly <laughs> and also Bill Clinton did worse things okay oh well that's okay then you know yeah. that's um, yeah like throwing shade in other, pe- other people totally all the shade in other directions yeah. back at you and by yeah. the way Obama's not born in America blah 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah. and all the shade he threw on Hillary 
um, about things. You know, she has so much thrown her way that, by the way, I think wouldn't have happened if she was a man or wouldn't have had the same resonance if she was a man. Agreed. But that's another conversation. But Agreed. yeah. Um, but, sh- you know, the, um, he's using the same tactics that an abusive partner would use in a relationship. This particular thing, gaslighting, is something he does a lot. He's doing it now with this whole fake news spin, yeah. you know, because actually if people in America slash the world begin to think, and we all know that what we see in the media around us like isn't perfectly accurate, of course we do, we're not sure. idiots, but at well, the same time we... Well, <laughs> a lot of people... Oh. Some people are. But Some yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I really like to give people the benefit for doubt in yeah. as much as, like, we have a sense that what we're being told isn't... Like, um, I mean, but God, by, him, by him saying that everyone else is fake and actually putting out there, they're fake, yeah. that's fake, that's fake, it makes people, start, makes people start to think, well, maybe he's right and maybe he's real and maybe he's telling the truth. Yeah, exactly. And even if you don't believe him, this is a scary bit, even if you don't believe what he's saying, it confuses... It, it creates confusion. It creates conflict. It mm. creates like big conversations. It creates noise, yeah. and all the noise that he creates means that he is like just slowly being able to like bypass, essentially like the voice of any opposition to him, yeah. and just like assert his version of what reality is. Yeah. Which sounds super dark, but like it's I genuinely happening. think it's happening. It's <laughs> happening. Yeah. It's yeah, on the news. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday's one was interesting too because they said, "Oh, there's chemical attacks here." And then the day after they're bombing everyone. It's like, well, hold on, wait, wait. Like, wait, are yeah. we, am I sure that that actually was who they, yeah. who they who've told me it was? Because yeah. I didn't, you know, I haven't, I don't know that. There's so much, this morning I was listening to the news and there's so much of a language they were using just sounded so like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it sounded so, uh, it, it, it didn't sound uh, definite, basically. You know, yeah. a lot yeah, of the language vague. Vague. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Exactly. It just sounds vague. It sounds like, yeah, there is strong suggestions that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not accurately quoting, but yeah. I'm hearing a lot of that language yeah. around things. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So I. So, so I am the- talking about things. Hmm? Probably just went off mic then. Um, That's fine. I do it all the time. They send little notes on this <laughs> when thing here. When they send little notes and say, "Yeah, talk into the mic, please," and all that. I'm like, "Fuck that!" I do what I like. Um, so you use the show to highlight these things and lies that you've told. Is a connection between the two. I think there's a really strong connection between. Like, basically, okay. So the reason I wrote this show is because I have this. Ver- I don't speak to my dad anymore because mm. he told a really massive lie in our family which broke our family apart I don't speak to him anymore and um, I have can you tell us that lie or was it in the show I would happily tell you but I think I should probably not in case anybody comes to see the show. Okay, <laughs> okay. Gotcha. It, it, it would so be a bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Okay, all right. Go, so, yeah. ooh, I'm so intrigued. You've got but it's, 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 that, it's that deep. It's that deep that you don't speak to dad anymore. I haven't spoken to him for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so I've, I've I, I don't know like I went through I write a lot of uh, poetry and form of poetry as well and it's how I sort of got into writing plays and I just every single poem I wrote um, would end up being about my dad in some way yeah. so I thought probably should write a the show flowers, about that uh, the flowers in the meadow <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna kill dad yeah exactly <laughs> going out for Mackie D's I hate my dad yeah. uh, having some interesting play there yeah. <laughs> interesting play hmm, yeah. yeah, exactly deep yeah. Um, so I thought I should probably write something proper about it mm. so that was that was where it started from and then I thought I actually want to understand how he was able to do what he did so then I started looking into um, I, I call it the science of lying but that's not like a thing like you can't go and get a PhD in it as far as I know 
I think you well, can. They probably could, that actually. Could there are some yeah. fuckboys yeah. out there that have got PhDs in lying. In lying. Oh, yeah, in but lying, yeah. Fuckboys. But no. I just mean in saying the science <laughs> of lying. I love it. Yeah. There are some fuckboys. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I started to look into it, um, and uh, it's just... I mean, when you start pulling the thread of how much we lie mm. and how instinctive it is to lie, it's kind of terrifying because we are we are conditioned to lie before we're condi- like we don't naturally tell the truth we naturally lie and we have to choose to tell the truth like that's just how human beings <gasps> operate it's true isn't it yeah mm, you choose I try, to tell I try, not, I try not to I know oh, what to lie yeah. try not to lie yeah. yeah but that's the thing it's really interesting is that a lot of the <coughs> lies will be even on a, on a really basic level things that you wouldn't necessarily consider to be lying if someone yeah. says hey doing Noel and you go yeah no, I'm good oh, I'm fine yeah. and actually there's something much deeper and darker going on that you just don't want to articulate in that moment and we're so used to telling tiny lies in just day-to-day conversation to just like keep the conversation ticking over and keep people happy I I threw the tank through the wall it was great you know don't worry about it yeah Yeah. 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 And, 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 and even Okay, say like somebody you love has had their hair cut and it looks Ooh. like horrendous. You're not going to be like, whoa. Oh, no, he's, no, he's holding his no, pen up, see, disagreeing. No, see, because I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm agreeing with you in yeah. the terms that actually, yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate, I'm good. And sometimes you're yeah. clearly not good. But genu- I mean, you know me, I'm genuinely and generally not a person. Like if someone walks in mm. and something looks terrible, I'm like, that looks terrible. Mate, you, mate, Fair enough. You know that looks... You Fair know, enough. You know, Fair I enough. might even whisper it like, brother, like, what's going on? Like, yeah. But you know that You need to get terrible. that sorted yeah, out. You need to sort that Well, that's good. I mean, that's, that's some good friending, I I'm, would say. I'm, I'm more inclined to be like, it's in- it's so interesting. I mean, it's that's the a new choice. you. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, and she's like, isn't it Clarky? And I'm like, no. Like, yeah. It's just so different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strong and choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it might not be that. Those might not be the things that you... Fib about, but there are just some. There no, are just, I get it, yeah. It's woven into our lives in a way that we don't always see. Mm. Is the point? Uh, and so I think the and the and you know we start lying when we're like, I mean, like recent studies show that babies, babies yeah, yeah, when they're like six months, did six you months do that? Ish. Did you do that? Old. No. Yeah, oh, like, completely. But you yeah. got chocolate on your face. No. No. But even before they can understand what you're saying to them, yeah. they will pretend to cry if they feel ignored, or yeah. like pretend to smile because they know it makes people happy around them. God, a so tricksters. <laughs> I know, a little tricksters. I've got um, three of them, so I, I've seen. Yeah, so you're well my, my, uh, my, he's that. my oldest now, but he was maybe three at the time. He discovered the chocolate coins and ate all the chocolate coins and put, <laughs> and put the wrappers by the fridge. Put the, like hid them in the corner by the fridge like in the like stupidest hiding place but yeah. like, he's three he thinks oh that's great I'll put yeah. them there and you come in and you see all the, the wrappers on the floor and you're like that and you're like did you eat all the chocolate coins no daddy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well who ate them I don't know <laughs> so why have you got chocolate around your mouth <laughs> do you know what I mean and it's just like exactly there's a well, stage well and daddy yeah. didn't eat them <laughs> it's, it's when you learn when you learn to like uh, verbalise your lies but you have learned like zero there's actually a story in my play that's really like that yeah. zero subtlety yeah. at all and like just the weird shit that we lie, lie about my weirdest lie this is a tiny spoiler but it's my weirdest lie that I can remember telling is when I was five my sister, who I was really jealous of because she was blonde and she could do cartwheels and stuff like that. Not uh, into blondes. Mm, I mean, a ca- she- <laughs> not into blondes. Um, I'm a brunette man. Um, she, uh, I don't know, she's just my older sister. Like, I don't even need a reason for it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, hey, I've, uh, uh, I've, got, I've made a special drink for you. And I gave it to her and she was like, what? why is it, like, why is it warm? I was like, because it's, um, it's a warm drink. 
I mean, good lie, right? Great. I love that lie. I I would have fell for that. I had weed in a cup. I knew it was going there. And she drank that. I mean, she had a sip of it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And my my parents and my my grandparents were in the garden as well. And they all just looked at me. And I thought it was the funniest thing. Ah, You had weed. I thought it was actually hilarious. I thought I was the funniest person in the world in that moment. I've got to tell you, I find that pretty funny. You. Thank you. No, I'm going to try that tonight. You are vindicated. I find that Thank pretty you. funny. That Thank is top you. A1 prank. That's an A1 prank. <laughs> yeah. These days, that's a YouTube prank. That's you would have made like a million pounds off that. You're so yeah. right. You're so right. Viral. would have gone absolutely viral. It's Thanks, warm, guys. It's a warm drink. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Thank you for I this, know, warm, like this warm yellow lies. drink. It must be <laughs> some new lemonade I have. Hey, guys. I don't know how yellow it was. I was pretty well hydrated at the time. Oh, could have been quite clear. You know, it could have been quite clear. Cloudy lemonade. Cloudy lemonade. I love it. Actually, guys, if you're listening, if you have a corker of a lie that is, can beat that <laughs> yes. then let us know tweet us at Fubar Radio what is the worst lie that you've ever told or best depending or on your best, opinion the, the best to worst lie yeah. just tell us all the lies you told uh, or chill at foobarradio.com and we will shout you out because maybe you get some inspiration from yeah. other people you can do a whole different show absolutely with on the, other people's all lies all the things everyone else is lying about <laughs> yeah exactly but that's fantastic though so I mean I, I'm guessing this goes through like everything like relationships yeah. and and work and blah 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 blah. We all, all had relationship sort of... lies, haven't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. How was it for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Great, yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. I've you sure? never done that before. Sure? Why are you yeah. moving away from me? Oh, it was so wonderful. I have to be away from you all. Uh, uh, are you throwing up? No, I'm good. Oh God, brutal. <laughs> it's not brutal. It's you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. classic. Yeah. yeah. Where are you? You're big. You are like big. <laughs> yeah. Biggest I've ever had. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. I, loads of girls have told me that. Man, that sounds like a great show if I'm honest. This I'll be, is I'll be honest thanks. with you, it sounds great. And, this um, is so and, cool. and you've been doing pretty well with it. It's been like, what, you've been, have you been touring around or what? Not happening? yet. So we were in Edinburgh, oh, Edinburgh for the whole of, you know, August. And yes. it was amazing. We're in this awesome venue. Uh, this is like a, it's called The Roundabout. It's owned by a company called Paint Plow. And it's like a fully portable venue, but it's in the round. Yes. It's like 170 seats and it's fucking cool. It's like got LEDs built into the, the roof of the, of the actual no, structure. Cool, yeah. And it's really great. Um, so we were in there. And Do you we, mean that or are you lying? Like, no, I mean, <laughs> it's who really, can say? It's a really cool portable venue, though. It's a really cool portable venue. Oh. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. my off my <laughs> yeah gestures are telling a different story. Um, no, it's really cool, and it. it I was really. Um, I was really amazed at you know how many people came and yeah. really um, connected to it, and I was raising money for Women's Aid while doing it because they because I do talk about gaslighting a lot in the piece and. Um, they, uh, they're amazing uh, charity who do loads for uh, survivors of domestic abuse. It's women's aid. Yeah. Women's aid, yeah. yeah. And they actually <clears throat> lobbied the par- lobby parliament so heavily for a law change, which came into effect in 2015, which now means that if you well, that coercive and controlling uh, behaviour in an intimate relationship is a criminal act now wow yeah. I mean in 2015 that became a criminal act you yeah. know yeah. and they actually convicted the first person of that this year wow. but that's Being purely through the work that Women's Aid did so anyway so after the after the shows I would go and collect money for them and people shared some really amazing stories with yeah. me about things they'd been through and about experiences they'd had to do with gaslighting or within relationships or things the show had you know that they've related to in the show. So it question was a really you. cool experience. Have you thought yes. about, have you, not, not a humorous question, a right. serious question. Have you thought about, because what you're saying I, I think is quite important and actually, mm. I, don't know if, I don't know if it's because I was raised by a single mother or just because of the writer in me and I, I always like to understand things, but 
I, I think like you, have you thought about doing a book about not just your thing but what you're talking about some of the stories you've heard about gaslighting and the controlling things and you know because um, I think yeah, it would be much like vagina that. monologues many years ago was quite important yeah, and still it's quite important but yeah. like I feel like what you're saying it could be you yeah. could have like a book of Stories of people's stories, so people's stories yeah. that you could like stories do a, by gaslight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I love that good. You could you could forward it and you know. Can do a I bit take of, this guy? Do a yeah. bit of funny stuff. So gifting you. Know, you. Yeah. Do a bit of funny stuff. Tell your own story. Then they yeah. tell their stories. Yeah, and yeah, then you, yeah. You know. yeah. I do. I do. That's actually a really amazing idea. I am actually. I'm writing a book, but it's a fiction book, and it's a it's it's a YA book, and I'm really writing it because it's a book that I would have. Really Young adult, by teenager. the way, guys. If you, Sorry, yeah. anyone's I was sitting there like, what? It's a, she's like, right, it's a yard book. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, really? Hey, it's for us, Poppy. Yeah, 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 it's for yeah, us, yeah. darling. <laughs> it's a yard book. It's a yard yeah. book. <laughs> Yeah, young adult. Yeah, Sorry, young adult. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm basically writing the book that I would have really, that I wanted when I was a teenager because mm. I was going through this really messed up situation at home, and and so I'm writing that because I feel like if you're in the middle of that and you are placing all your trust in the people who are raising you and you can't see beyond that, it can really. I mean, that's really what happened with my dad. Is mm. you know, is is it, it is essentially you you hold somebody up to be a certain thing, and then when you realise they're a completely different thing, you're like, who the fuck are you and who the fuck am I and yeah. you know what the fuck is going. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is. Um, that's a really intense thing. So, um, but I hadn't thought about that. But that is. I think that could be important for your yeah. your women's yeah. aid stuff, especially. Yeah, absolutely. Still do the fiction, but I think that would be good, especially someone who's sort of in the public eye. You can kind of front the book and yeah. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd read. I'd read it. I yeah. would so read that. I'm okay. all over that. I really would. I was like, you know, I was reading like vagina monologues when I was 15, and my friends were yeah. still laughing at the word. Like they were yeah, like, right. like vagina. They were like, oh, 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 oh. and I was like, she's an amazing chapter, woman. Chapter five. <laughs> chapter five. Yeah. My first period. She's an amazing woman. Yeah. Wo- yeah. I always think about that whenever yeah. I make a show. I'm like, don't make that show, Katie. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Friends reference. Yeah. Um, well, just to recap, anyone joining, we're talking about all the things I lied about, which is on at the Soho Theatre. It's going to start twentieth of eighteenth of April, eighteenth of April, till so the sixth of May. Ever so soon. Ever so um, soon. We're going to have to bow out, but um, that, thank you so much for coming in. Go Pleasure. check it Thanks out. Thanks so much for having me. It's- Katie Bonner and directed by why are you not directing it Katie why is Joe Murphy directing it <laughs> because who I, the fuck is Joe Murphy who why is, is he, he directing it he's amazing why is a man yeah. why is a man oh, directing this you thing you gotta have a man's voice in there oh Come do you on. have to eh? nah, you, got, you gotta you gotta, you gotta okay, keep yeah, why, who's equal. Joe Murphy he's a really amazing director he's actually Great. directing John Boyega and Wojciech at the Old Vic at the moment okay I'll give, oh. him, I'll give him a pass alright yeah you have a pass yeah. John he's alright uh, sorry, Joe, Joe, John. You have a pass, Joe. Great. Okay, fantastic. And he's directing it, Katie Bonner, at Soho Theatre, 18th of April till the 6th of May. Guys, yeah, please do check it out. It's called All the Things I Lied About, and it's not about, about what Johanna lied about. It is Katie Bonner's show. <laughs> it's brilliant. Clitoris. <laughs> Who's calling me? Did you call me? It's your Who's gang that? name. It's my gang name, yo. What's your crew called? Clitoris. <laughs> Clitoris. That's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad boy crew. Right. No, don't, don't mess with them. That's the click crew, boy. That's the click crew. <laughs> click crew. They're really sensitive. Don't mess with them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Don't come straight over it. No, maybe, they, maybe, they, maybe, they, maybe they won't. That's the problem. <laughs> All right. Oh, right. It's getting silly. This is the, the last... It's shows, it's shows about films. Why are we talking about that stuff? Why was that advert in the middle of our show? Exactly. No, that was a trail. Yeah. Why, was that, why was that a trail for Hannah's Because that's show? what we do. We, we, we shout out each other's shows on this show. Do they shout out our show? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. I never hear that because I guess... I mean, I do, of course oh, I hear yeah, really? I mean, I do, of course I hear that when I listen to their, the when time. I listen to their shows. All the time I hear our trails. Our trails, are, our trails are so funny on their shows that I listen to regularly. 
You know what I mean? I might she, start uh, listening to her show. She sounds like a real fool. I think you, I think you'd like her show. You'd like her YouTube channel. Is she dirt? It's really Hannah. Good. Are you dirt? She's a uh, filth. She's uh, what? Well, 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 this Hannah's not here. Lucy Pat. I'm here though. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Film review yep. time. Yeah. Um, it's part of the show where we talk about what is good and what is shit. Um, films. Back to what we do. Let's yeah. do some films. Film reviews, or and also a bit of TV. Yeah. Bit of TV. Oh yeah, that was the thing. And a bit of TV. Yeah, yeah, and a bit of TV. <laughs> so, what have people been watching on TV or Netflix or whatever? Um, what have they been enjoying or hating? Thus? Hate is a strong word. Yeah, there. there's actually nothing I hate this week. There's no shitters, no. and that's quite that's quite refreshing actually. Um, I went to see Ghost in the Shell, and it wow. wasn't the shitter. Oh really? Uh, yeah, it's got really bad. Well, see, this is the thing. I don't really. Like no that. one can really decide whether it's good or bad and I went and saw it in IMAX so obviously it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen Mm. Um, just a little bit of an explanation of what we're talking about Ghost in the Shell it's a sci-fi film and it's it's adapted from um, Uh, the Japanese manga anime is there a difference between the two or are there something Uh, no uh, no idea anime film manga uh, film of the same name yeah so straight away people are pushing back against it mm. um, as, pe- as people do with anything they love if it's going to be adapted they think straight away it's going to be shit but it was actually a well made amazingly visual film absolutely beautiful to watch and I, I think the fact that we've made so many advances in cinema and that films like that can be made overwhelms me it's mm. absolutely beautiful to watch I mean the, the performances were good but I wasn't really looking past how good it looked. How good it looked. Like the CGI know. of Oh, her absolutely. And, and even the action sequences mm. and and her body. <laughs> yeah. She is in shape. But Scarlett Johansson I'm talking about, by the way. It, her body a CGI sort of please suit. don't please don't ruin it for me I hope it wasn't oh, it, d- it didn't look like it I mean oh, okay. at times obviously if there was effects like bits coming off because she's a robot oh, yeah. uh, then maybe it was but Spoiler when that. she was actually moving <laughs> that's the whole thing when she's actually moving around <coughs> you can see that it's probably <coughs> just spandex or rubber yeah. and, and Michael Pitt made an appearance as well I like Michael Pitt he was in Funny Games and he Bully, Bully and I love Bully and I he was also in film. The Dreamers getting his willy out with Eva Green Oh. I have not seen that. Thank you for that heads up. Right I will f- Does it? There's a photo to it and she peels the photo off it. Yeah. Oh my God, no. Well done. Thank yeah. you. I know, I'll be watching later. Yeah. I love him. I watch for Eva Green because she does some stuff she's, in that as well. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> a dirtbag in a lot of films, isn't she? <laughs> in 300, she gets nailed. Yeah. Is it Rise of an Empire? Is she, it that one? Yeah, she but has, that's, yeah. Still, that's still movie sex. Like in The Dreamers, she's, she's like full, full frontal, frontal. Really? camera, like an inch from her vulva. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it, I mean, it, it put her on the map for wow. not yeah. I don't think she's chuffed about it though. I think no. like since then no. she's really yeah. she's really picky about what she does. Yeah. What she does in terms of well, that Michael Pitt doesn't seem to be picky about what he does because no, watch it. She I'm, literally, you'll see. I will. I'll watch it. I'm I'm hoping that Michael Pitt will now make a return to mainstream. Maybe cinema. he doesn't want to. He's a good actor. He probably doesn't want to, but I think he's absolutely off the scale. Yeah. And really, if I'm honest with myself, they probably chose him because he looks a bit like Scarlett Johansson. Right. And that's quite important in the story okay, once you've no more, seen the no film. So. Okay. But yeah, everyone should go and see it and go and see it in IMAX if you can. It's visually stunning. And it's the director of Rupert Sanders, isn't it, who yeah. directed The Last Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. ah. and did a film called Prison something. Yeah. Uh, no, did a film called, I don't remember what it was called. 
Um, but it was a film that came out when Adulthood came out many years ago. But he did a bloody sterling job. <coughs> it was amazing. <coughs> everyone, okay, so a, everyone go and see it. So it's a good the, the story might be a little bit weak, but who cares when it's that beautiful well, there you to go, look guys. at? Lucy mm. is saying go see go. Ghost in a Shell. So if you're going to hit the cinema this weekend, yeah. if yeah. you do hit the cinema in the sun, which a lot of people don't, no. which is why people don't like bringing films out in the summer unless they're mm-hmm. massive blockbusters. Yeah. yeah. But go see Ghost in a yeah, Shell. Yeah, definitely do it. Um, well, some people don't like sun. Sun, no. sun allergies. Yeah. Also, you, you're going to have like a nice big free cool cinema to sit in. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I, I would tell yeah, you this. Even though it's not boiling hot, if someone said to me, you can have your four seasons, winter, autumn, all this, or you could have um, this, Permanent this summer. year round, I'll take this. Yeah, just like a neutral. Yeah, just a it neutral. It makes everyone so happy. Right, so Netflix, um, they've released it, because it, there's so many original series now. So this is 13 yep. Reasons Ooh. Why. 13 Reasons Why. Uh, th- <clears throat> 13 uh, Reasons Why. I was like, oh, what's this about? Yeah, I'm intrigued by um, that. It is basically opens with, um, there's been a suicide of this teenage girl, and she's narrating it. Yeah. And she leaves... 13 no cassette tapes but 13 sides of a, of cassette, a set of cassette tapes wow and she, and she has yeah but um but obviously set in the, the modern day that's why she sent ah. yeah. and um it's the 13 reasons why she wow she's an old show no no brand new to Netflix Netflix um, original yeah Netflix original brand new 13 reasons why Boom. hasn't Selena Gomez got something to do with this is she a producer or something I swear oh, I'm not sure um, I didn't recognise any of the cast they're all mm. young up and comers and yeah. they're good um, and it's about this guy um, who who was a friend of her who found yeah. he was, he, I think he was a little bit in love with her mm. they were friends and it's a mixture of the modern day uh that he's yeah. listening to and then flashbacks of her story oh, wow. and mm-hmm. you can tell and she sent them to specific people in the school who had a, a reason to do with her death I think yeah. it, it touches on sort of um, bullying and yeah. so she you know, 13 reasons why oh, I got 13 it. reasons why she gets with one of the jocks and then the jock takes a photo sends it around the school oh. um, so there's it's all kind of getting into that mm. but it, it it was um, enough of a really good. I only saw the first episode. Yeah. Oh no, second, two, first two yeah. episodes, and there was enough in there for me to go, yeah, this is cool. Oh, so wow. I yes, Selena Gomez is bar- is something oh. to do with this, and it says there's a documentary called Thirteen Reasons Why Behind the Reasons. Yeah. Selena Ooh. Gomez is involved in that. Yeah, so I'm going to add that to my so, list. So yeah, as well. get that on Netflix because it was good and it was well acted, and um, it's just an interesting concept of going back to the retro. Yeah. So he has to go around on a Walkman, and she oh. also includes a map, and she said these are the and you need to listen to the tape I'm, as I'm saying it, yeah. and I'm going to take you to these specific places where important mm. things happen oh wow and so she, he goes to like the, the park where that happened and this and then oh. that so it's um it is cool and I'm wondering whether there's going to be a twist or whether she, you don't actually see any sort of the, the death of the suicide you're just told that she has so I'm wondering whether she, whether she has really died mm. or whether she's going to be like ah, yeah. Yeah. I'm alive fuckers <laughs> but um <laughs> maybe I don't know you're not is that the edge of cliff edge of cliff <laughs> <laughs> he's at the bottom of it she's like I'm alive and now you're not and kicks him off the edge <laughs> do you know what I mean I'm just anything thinking, could happen anything Possible. It's all a bit, um, yeah. It's the, the people are in because you're seeing the the modern day and the yeah. flashbacks, so people change characters. It's all brilliant. Um, Is it weird that I just thought of a whole movie while you were saying that? No, it's not weird. No. Something just popped into my head, an original that just idea. happens in your brain. You churn them out. Now. Yeah, something just popped into my head. I'm like, oh, that'd be a good film. Anyway, note it down. Note it down. By I've the end it. of the show, it'll be written. And it's not, and it's not <laughs> anything like that at all. But something you said oh. just sparked something. I, exactly. like I love that. There's this whole theory about ideas and the fact that ideas are actually pre-done. They're flying around and they're looking for people to land on. Fuck and if me. Oh, I and love if, that. And if you are open to it, if you're like an open, the idea will approach you and it will like. Hit, it's why you can get hit by an idea. It's also why two people can have the same idea at the same time. Um, yeah, yes, because they it's, can. It's, it's, it, the ideas are just coming people at us. People evolve oh, at the, the same time. You literally, you literally. 
literally people will invent something in yeah. one country and go, man, that is good, and they'll patent it, and somebody else in a different country have done who's not American connected are doing it at the same time. Yeah. At the same yeah. time, like, we should do this. There's mm. like a science of it saying that it's actually like, so it's not your idea, yeah. you are just the receptor of, of the, the idea, idea. Ah. and you were just open at the right time. And because and you know an idea, it literally hits you, you go, ding, yeah. and it's that, like, that actual just, light bulb. I just one. So you, you said one word, yeah. and I was like, fucking hell. Bing. That something just went, boom, and I just thought of this whole film. You were receptive. I'm going to wait. Oh, we've had <laughs> that, an email that's in. A, that's a film in itself, though. We've had an email in um, <laughs> about, because we asked people about uh, what they've ever lied about, um, and says, I once Ooh. joked about cutting my sister's hair, but I actually cut some off, and then I lied and said I didn't do it, but I stashed it in my dungarees. <laughs> dungarees. I was a little bit. Hannah. Hannah, well done, Hannah. That's Good so one. funny. Um, and from Jack, I once lied about clogging the toilet with my poo. Uh, <laughs> Lovely, wasn't me. I tell you what, though, hasn't everybody had one of those moments when you're at some stranger's house? This is before you get to that age where you never do it anywhere else but your own home or like yeah, some where you can actually safe cook place. It and, yeah. But yeah. you're in someone's house and you think, oh man, I just need to, and you, you just go and yeah. then you do the flusher and the whole thing, the whole cistern falls off. It's literally yeah. like Dumb and Dumber. Uh, yeah. No, I've done that for sure. It's um, you know, and it's I really terrible. fancied the guy who's the house. Oh no, man. even worse. I'm oh gonna have God. You should have just done it out the window, like out the window. It's safer. Or just aimed it. Just put your bum out the window and drop yeah. it out the window. It's just safer. Because you can always say, man, you must have wolves around here or something like that. You know? <laughs> That's a big old shit down <laughs> yeah. there. Like... You must have a big fox around here. <laughs> Mate, those bears. <laughs> in <Croydon. laughs> You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was 13 Reasons Why. And just before we, we uh, close, I need to talk about where I went last night because I went to see the American Gods <gasps> oh, I'm so jealous. premiere. Oh, yawn. Thing and um, I love Jonathan Tucker. I'm so jealous of you. And it was it was good. It was very weird. Really? But I'm excited about it. Oh, and wow. I was excited about the just even just if you watch it for the opening credits. Whoever made the opening credits, yeah. brilliant. So it's a based on a book by Neil Gaiman, and uh, it's who also wrote the film that uh, Buddy Abraham was in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have Neil Gaiman come up twice in the show. Um, but he it, so basically it's following um, the, this guy who. Played by no, he's not a god. He's a, he's a human. Ricky Whittle. And he's in prison. And the day that he gets out of prison is the day that his wife dies in a car crash. Oh. And so he's trying to get across the country yeah. to go to her funeral. And he meets on the aeroplane. He meets a god. So gods live among normal people. Yeah. In the, and there's really ancient gods. And then there's all kinds gods of religions of all. It mixes all the faiths up. Yeah. And then you've got um, other things like there's leprechauns. <gasps> Um, goddesses sex goddesses um, there is uh, the new gods as well like the gods of social media oh wow um, clever and it's, uh, it's actually amazing so it's um, the gods of social media is this young trendy guy with all this like digital yeah. stuff and he's a massive dickhead and he's like he's like <laughs> if you've got a, if you've got a, a cell phone you worship me already and it's like <laughs> true that's yeah. funny um, so, that's yeah, so I recommend um, American Gods lovely for sure when um, start American Gods um, very very soon it's going to be out on Amazon Prime exclusively mm-hmm. they have thrown so much money at this it's beautiful Good. Emily Browning's in it Ian McShane it plays the main god called Wednesday mm-hmm. and it's a bit like a road trip between this guy who's just got mm-hmm. out of prison okay. and Ian McShane American gods eh? yep I'm definitely uh-huh. looking forward to that um, so I'm going to talk more about that last week because I've got awesome I've got uh, we recorded a Q&A with all the actors afterwards and it was brilliant So in two weeks we're not here next week I don't think what 
think it's Good is Friday. Is it Easter? It's Good Friday. It Easter. is Good Friday. Oh, we get, we You're going to be in a chocolate coma. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I would have been here. <laughs> and go on. So would I. Um, and <laughs> just before we go, I'm going to announce the winner for this week's competition. So happy to announce that we picked two winners. The first is Stephen from Bedfordshire and Craig from Leicester. What? Uh, we are going to be retweeting you back um, and sending you out. You have won a signed Brotherhood soundtrack vinyl. Oh, so lucky. vinyl soundtrack. So lucky. That's amazing. Yeah, and don't worry if you missed out because we're going to be restarting the competition right now so go over to the Twitter um, and just retweet what we're about to tweet now and you'll be in with a chance of winning another set of those so amazing well done and we're into clothes we're into clothes we did well, it another mate, one done well, another, another one, one bites the dust guys enjoy the films and the TV and everything yeah. this weekend have a good one in the sun have a really good one um, whatever you guys do we'll see you in two weeks if you enjoyed this podcast please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes <laughs>